we've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com. I can't remember names, Shaw. I got a hard time doing it. Yeah, I know. I tried my best. I've tried all these tricks. I've read about them online. I've done my best to apply them. Never but works for me. Doesn't work. I just got. I I don't have. I don't have the skill for it, Shaw. Six tricks for remembering somebody's name. Sixty-five percent of people in a recent survey said that. If they forgot someone's name, they just avoid using it. <laughs> hey, you. Hey, buddy. I, I, I like the pronouns. Hey, mm-hmm. what's up, dude? Hey, guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, 25% of people would ask them to repeat it, which uh, seems like an easy thing to do. I, I don't know. I guess people seem they don't want to offend anybody like, hey, sorry, I forgot your name. Um, number one, focus. This one's tough, Shaw. Yeah. The focusing. Usually there's a million things going on. It's usually uh, at a bar. I've had a few drinks. I'm playing the spooky spins, whatever the case may be. But uh, try not to let yourself get distracted by something, including your own social anxiety. Uh, if you're really in the moment, you won't forget so easily, Shaw. So okay. focus, focus on that. Focus on the name. Uh, repeat their name back to them immediately. Right. Heard that one many times. Saying something like, nice to meet you, Tom. That makes sense. Apparently, if you say it three times, it's even better. Right away after you learn their name. Tom, Tom, Tom. (laughs) I mean, that might sound weird. (laughs) I don't know if you, but try to say it three times. Try to work it into the conversation. Right away uh, to work it into the conversation. Uh, These are tricks for remembering someone's name, Shaw, for those of you that have trouble with this. Uh, Associate it with something meaningful to you. Tom, Tom, Tom Cat, Tom Hanks, (laughs) Tommy Boy, you know, bad guy, little coat, Tom. Got it now. Some, somewhere, some kind of association uh, game there, Shaw. Uh, number four, step four on uh, how to remember someone's name, some tricks. Form a mental image between the person and your association. Um, okay. So if their name is Victoria yeah. and it reminds you of Queen of Victoria, picture them wearing a crown. Oh, okay. They say that the sillier the image in your head, the better because the you'll remember it. it's more memorable that yeah. way as opposed to something like vanilla pudding, you know? Uh, connect their appearance to their name, Shaw. Number five on the list of six tricks for remembering <laughs> someone's name. Three chin guy. Uh, like no. maybe Victoria is wearing a V-neck sweater. That V alone might be able okay. to help you remember later on. Again, these are just some examples. Tricks for helping you remember someone's name. Uh, number six on the list, the last one, Shaw. Keep repeating their name. That makes sense. A lot of times you, you stop saying it right away mm-hmm. after you meet them and you just... There's no need to when you're having a regular conversation with them. Like, I don't constantly say Shaw all the time. But, no, but just a trick to help you remember. Uh, say it again in the conversation a few minutes later. Then again, as you're saying goodbye, maybe even to yourself on the car ride home, repeating it over and over helps make it a long-term memory as opposed to just a short-term type thing. Hmm. So, I hope that helps. It doesn't. I've tried them all. <laughs> Justin, I hope that helps you, buddy. Justin had texted us, Shaw, said that he has the same problem with remembering people's mm-hmm. names. Um Got a text from somebody says, I did not know my son's friend's dad's name for a couple of years, so I finally called in a favor from a cop I know so we could look them up <laughs> by their license really? plate and tell me their name. That's one way to that's, go about uh, it. That's going to great lengths there. Usually I use Gene as a buffer, you know, like Gene's good about that yep. for us. Like when we have people that come into studio and maybe they come in once a year and I, I sort of recognize them and they I introduce remember themselves at the beginning. And then five minutes later, you've forgotten their name. Right? Yeah. And so I, and I write them down. I always do that when they come in the studio. But Jean is a great buffer where I say, hey, what the hell's their name? And she goes and gets it or mm-hmm. finds out or I go to the other studio and I say, hey, Balzer, what's their name? 
you know, if they've been in their studio right. first. So there's certainly some help in the building here, Shaw, but. It I'll, can be tough, though, to remember. I mean, uh, first of all, we meet a lot of people. Let's start there. Right. And I always tell people that. I'm always like, look, man, I'm sorry. I meet a ton of people, and I, it's nothing personal. I just I have a hard time with names. I can't at, be. At some point, it becomes awkward if you see them somewhat regularly, but you still right. can't remember their name because you only see them, you know, isolated instances or something. And But it's, you know, years ago, you you knew their name, and right. now you don't, right. and you're just trying to avoid it. Hey, there's a, there's a couple of guys who come to the rock stops and they're brothers and I know both of their names, but I always call them by the wrong ones. You know what I mean? I swap them. They're not twins, are they? No. And that's the thing. It's like, I mean, they look, you know, I know they're brothers. They right. look somewhat similar, but I can, it's yeah. And it, I always, <laughs> <laughs> they're probably used to that if they're brothers. Uh, I don't know. They don't look that similar. Uh, I feel bad. What are you going to do? Shut names, man. They're right. tough. not easy. So many damn names out there. And it, especially, you know what's good? Having them weird-ass names, too. Like, we we knock on that, the people that name yeah, their kids. But they whack, stand out, though. Whack-ass names, Easier you know? to remember. You know, if your name is Tennis Ball, I'm going to... Hey, that guy's right. name is Not Tennis Ball. You're never going to believe this, but right. this dude I just met, his name is Tennis Ball. You know? As opposed to, hey, it's another Steve that I don't <laughs> care about. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think they should have. Celebrities who have served in the U.S. military. Fact of bullcrap, Sean. Number one. Okay. Morgan Freeman turned down a scholarship to join the military. Is that fact or bullcrap? I don't remember hearing about the scholarship, but I do think he served. I'll say that's fact. Offered a scholarship to Jackson State in Mississippi, turned it down and joined the Air Force in 1955, served just under four years. Mm. One for one there, Shaw. Gal Gadot from Wonder Woman served two years in the U.S. Navy. Is that fact or bullcrap? I don't remember hearing. I'll say bullcrap. She's from Israel, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did two years of mandatory service in the Israeli Defense Forces, teaching gymnastics and calisthenics. She's bendy. She's bendy. Very bendy. She could teach teach me some calisthenics. Factor (laughs) bullcrap. Hush now. Factor bullcrap. Celebrities who have served in the U.S. military edition. Elvis joined the army after he was already famous. Is that factor bullcrap? I know he served. Um... After he was famous, though, huh? Uh, I'll say bullcrap on that. Really? Drafted in 1958, decided to serve in the Army instead of doing USO shows. He was stationed in Germany for two years, met his future wife Priscilla there. Huh. When she was just 14, they didn't get married for another eight years. Didn't do the creepy Jerry Lee Lewis yeah, thing. Really. Bob Ross. The painter guy? Happy Little Trees from the Joy of Painting was in the Air Force for 20 years. Is that fact or bullcrap? I will say fact. Hoo-ah! Enlisted in 1961 when he was 18, stationed in Alaska, spent some of his military career as a drill sergeant. Really? But hated having a to drill yell at people. sergeant? Yeah, Bob Ross. Happy little trees guy was a drill sergeant? Apparently. Last one, Shaw. Fact or bullcrap. Jimi Hendrix. Yes. Was in the Army. Is that fact or bullcrap? Uh, I know he served in the military. I'll say fact. Hoo-ah! Arrested for driving a stolen car in 1961, had the choice of either enlisting or going to jail. Back in the day. All right, look. Here's the deal. You got two choices. Either you go to jail or you go in the Army. Uh, he uh, served in the 101st Airborne for about a year, then got an honorable discharge after hurting his ankle, Shaw. Mm. So, Jimmy Hendricks. Not bad, Shaw. You only got the uh, Elvis one wrong. Yeah. I thought you'd get that one right. I knew he served. I just couldn't remember where it was in his career. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really.
It's the Pursuit of Happiness Week, Shaw. Oh, okay. Trying to find some happiness. That elusive happiness. A little tough this time of year. Seasonal affective disorder sets in. The weather. You said Jean had a melt uh, meltdown <laughs> the other did. day? Yeah, she did. Yeah, on the air, she was just couldn't take it anymore. The weather, the cold, the snow, the crunching of the ice under her feet. It was just too much. Did she drop the F-bomb? Like, she didn't, but it was close. Got there almost? Yeah, she reined it in. Well, here are some tips for finding happiness, Shaw. Top tips for finding happiness here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Bring a photo of your family with you wherever you go. Better yet, bring a photo of Tom Brady's family. (laughs) (laughs) They're so lovely. Write uplifting notes to yourself and post them all over your house. I can help, yeah. Okay, all over your trailer. Oh, well, whatever works. Okay, all over the shelter. (laughs) Okay, all over your tent. (laughs) It's getting harder and harder. You're watching the Lana Del Rey show, maybe. Uh... Top tips for finding happiness here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Spend time outside. Yeah? Burying the bodies of all your friends whose lives look so damn perfect on Facebook. Oh, it might make you feel better. Yeah, just, you know, had it with you. You could be more assertive at work, Shaw. One way to find happiness. You can throw a punch every now and then, see if it helps. Really? Yeah. I've been tempted a few times. At work fight club? Mm Mm-hmm. We could certainly renovate the basement, turn that into a fight club. You bet. There's a cage down there. We could wrap Brad up in that mattress like Diker wanted to do so Mm -hmm. many years ago, give him 20 bucks a pop, (laughs) earn some rent money that way. Top tips for finding happiness here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Watch any comedy film not starring Adam Sandler. (laughs) Oh, come on now. That hits too close to home for you. A few good ones. Happy Gilmore was Mm -hmm. pretty good. Yeah. Gilmore. Billy Madison wasn't too bad. Waterboy. I know some people can't deal with the Waterboy, but that's funny. Uh, top tips for hunting happiness here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Download the happiness app on your iPhone, Shaw. Oh, there's an app for that. Huh? Oh, there's always an app for everything. Of course there is. And the iPhone will just make you just happy. smiles at you all day. Get involved with a charity as long as charity is the name of a stripper at a It's <laughs> charity with two E's. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up to the state tags, please welcome charity. Get enough sleep. But not that, that ambient sleep that makes you tweet out some oh, crazy yeah. stuff. Careful, right, Watch out for that ambient sleep. Careful, Roseanne. That'll get you. Uh, some top tips for finding happiness here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. A few more. Uh, do what makes you happy, at least until the cops catch you. <laughs> right? It's not illegal until you get caught, they say. Cops didn't see it. I didn't do it. And uh, last but not least, uh, top tips for finding happiness here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Avoid any news story that contains the word Kanye. There you go. That I might can help. avoid that. That might help. By the way, apparently listening to music at work is uh, what makes people happy. Also makes them more efficient. There's a new study that says that over half of people listen to music at work. Obviously, we do that here because we're in the business of music. but uh, And it's apparently good for their productivity. Researchers found that people who uh, listen to music at work finished a task about three minutes faster than they uh, would if they were not listening to music. I can believe that. They say that uh, it affects your mood and mental and physical performance. And the music can function as sort of a white noise shot to cancel out mm. all the ambient uh, office stuff that's going on around you. So, so, so we're going to all be walking around with our earbuds in. Apparently. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. We have a dishwasher now, wife and I. Congrats. I haven't had one since I lived with Donut when I was <laughs> like 21. Oh, my. We lived in an efficiency style of part, you know, like a... a Studio. Garden style apartment, you know? Yep. You know, uh, and we had one in there, and we didn't really ever have any dishes to do because <laughs> we didn't have any dishes. Just ate out of the can, right? Well, yeah, bachelors, you know, just kind of eat off whatever's available. But uh, we have the dishwasher. I love it. It's great. Um, 
However, apparently, uh, unbeknownst to me, there's certain ways to load the dishwasher. Yeah, my wife will tell you that. I always do it wrong, so I don't have dishwasher duties anymore. Did she take those away from you, or did you just give them up? Well, both. I clearly couldn't do it right to satisfy her. When I worked at Z93 years ago, before I started doing the morning show here, I was doing afternoons at Z93, uh, and I had a friend of mine, this was on MySpace, this is how long (laughs) ago it was, she sent me a, a message on MySpace about her roommate, who apparently had such an issue with the way she loaded the dishwasher that mm-hmm. she drew her a diagram oh, of how to properly okay. load the dishwasher. That's dish- a little excessive. <laughs> sure. Really? Wife and I don't seem to have too much of a problem with it. Uh, I think we both the Dirty kinda... dishes go in, you turn it on, they come out clean. What else do you need to know? I, I will say that if there's an abundance of, like, hardened stuff on a plate, you know, if you don't rinse it off, the pre-wash, if you will, Shaw, you mm-hmm. gotta, sometimes you got to get that stuff because the, the dishwasher's... It's hot. It cleans things, but sometimes it's just not strong enough to get that stuff sure. off. Um, but uh, uh, silverware. Now, when you had dish duty before your wife yeah. removed you from the dishes uh, mm-hmm. chore list, did you put the silverware uh, handle side up or handle side down? It depends. Uh, the knives, the sharp knives, right. I would put pointing downward. Everything else would go up. They say that apparently it doesn't really matter which way you go. Uh, there is a... An expert, if you will, Shaw, uh, a guy named Ashley Iredale has a degree in industrial design and he makes a living writing about appliances like dishwashers. You can make a living doing that. And washing machines. Yeah, well, he might be the only guy out there doing yeah, it. That's but true. he's on his niche. According uh, to him, it does matter which way you put the silverware into the dishwasher, Shaw. Uh, if you want to do it right, the silverware should be pointing down. Now, I know that uh, common thought, obviously, is that if you put the handles in first, then the exposed part of the dish or the silverware, mm-hmm. which you eat with, you mm-hmm. know, uh, to put in your mouth, the spoon or the fork mm-hmm. or whatever, all the goo that's on there that's left over is exposed to the water, if you will, in the dishwasher, right? That should, but apparently that's not uh, mm. not why it works better. Uh, you should flip it upside down. Number one, it's safer, as you mentioned, the knives, right. pointy knives, not stabbing you when that's you try to go in and grab them. Also, more hygienic. Because if the dishes are, if the silverware is facing up, yeah, um, then you're grabbing it from the that's true thing with your hand. The part you that take goes it in your out, mouth, yeah, and then you put that in the drawer. But yeah, I mean, you know, think about where your hands have been all day. So uh, some people think putting them in the other way gets them a little cleaner. He says that might be true with some dishwashers, but if there's any difference, it's marginal. Okay, so, so it doesn't not, really matter. Not worth it. Obviously, plates on the bottom, coffee mugs on the top. Dishwasher, man. Got to make sure you load that thing right. I don't know. They get clean either way. Do they? It's clean enough. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Thanksgiving, of course, also right around the corner. Very excited for that. You know, the commercials are picking up in intensity with the Christmas and the, you know, Black Friday stuff. Starting to find out what we're looking to shop for, Shaw. My wife and I usually don't uh, do much shopping, but this year we need to get a new Bluetooth speaker. The one that we had took a crap and uh, a couple other things for the new house. So we're going to try and save some money on Black Friday. Nice. We, we typically don't buy for anybody else on Black Friday other than like stuff for the house, you know, batteries and, and whatever. If you can save 20 or 50 bucks, why yeah. Uh, also, of course, you know, looking forward to all the eating that's going to happen on Thanksgiving Day. Very excited for that. I got my turkey ready. I'm ready to go. You're not doing a lasagna or whatever kind of wacky ass Thanksgiving tradition you do over your house? No, wait, we're doing a turkey this year. Did you realize, did you know there's a new survey that says that 64% of Americans 
would be fine without turkey at Thanksgiving. Really? This is crazy to me. 64%? Yeah, that's a big number. What I don't understand about these things is that Thanksgiving is basically, for the most part, once a year. Right. You know, I mean, like you might go to a couple different ones because of the way your family is structured or where they live or whatever, but, you know, you get one Thanksgiving. So that's the one time where you do it up with the turkey and the cranberry and the stuff. You know I what I mean? I can't think of any other day of the year I might make a turkey. Maybe Christmas. Obviously, ham on, on Easter. I mean, I'm not saying that there's not other occasions where you have a big meal with your family and, you know, you do it upright with some sort of special meal. But the turkey and all the trimmings and everything else that comes with it, that's generally... It's part of Thanksgiving, right? It, it kind of is. But, yeah, uh, uh, this... <laughs> don't don't quote this uh, survey for accuracy because it was conducted by Hardee's. Uh, they're sponsoring the uh, survey in connection with a new Thanksgiving in a box that they're <laughs> testing out. It's a meal down in Jacksonville, Florida that they're testing. It comes with... Stuffing crusted chicken tenders instead of turkey. No, I want the real deal. But uh, some other stats, uh, according to the survey, 64% of people in this new poll said they'd be totally fine if there was no turkey on Thanksgiving. No turkey at all. Where do you put the stuffing? Well, I can't say that turkey is my favorite thing because the side dishes always outdo the turkey, but the turkey really, it's... It's, it's kind of the centerpiece of it all. It's isn't the it? sun and in, in, yeah. in the solar system We're there, you know. Around the turkey. <laughs> we really are. Um, and the skin, man, you got it. I love and scooping mm. out the the stuffing inside oh, of it. It's so wet and dense and delicious. Twenty six percent of people, according to this new survey about Thanksgiving, said that they would like to see alternate food options on the table this year. Make uh, yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I don't know, man. I'm very, ha- I'm very happy with the stuff that we, have. you know, there's cowboy beans. There's a mac and cheese, there's mashed potatoes, there's stuffing, mm-hmm. there's gravy, there's bread and butter rolls, there's yep. a bunch of desserts. I'm all I'm happy with all that. Mm-hmm. 30% of people in this survey uh, have already had something besides turkey as the main dish on Thanksgiving. Like a prime rib or... We or, did ham once. Yeah, I remember. Sean. Yeah, I know. I was you promptly ridiculed. Communist. <laughs> when you move back to Russia. The most overrated Thanksgiving foods, according to this survey, uh, which again was sponsored by Hardee's, uh, so... Tongue in cheek here. Uh, cranberry sauce, sweet potatoes, green beans, mac and cheese, and turkey. 24% of people, huh. according to the survey, say the turkey is overrated. I don't know, man. Again, it's the centerpiece. Yeah, right. The most common ways we break tradition are by serving something other than turkey, going uh, out to eat, or skipping Thanksgiving altogether and doing a vacation. And then also, last but not least here, Shaw, uh, 28% of people, according to the survey, also said they get bored eating the same thing every year. It's once a year. It's once a year, yeah. It's one day. It's one out of 365. You can eat anything you want the rest of the year. It's one day. I don't know. I look forward to it because it's uh-huh. the only time I eat a big-ass turkey. Me too. You know? Oh, I love to graze. I'm a gra- I learned my lesson. Years ago, I used to try to eat as much as I could, Shaw. You know, pile on the plate and just hork it all down. And then just sit there and be miserable for a few hours. You know, occasionally get a nap and watch some football. Sure. But I like I like to graze now. Mm-hmm. I do. I've learned my lesson. I little graze bit here and there. A little here, a little there. Deviled egg. Oh, a little scoop of mac and cheese. Oh, I'll go back and get a cookie. Oh, yeah, some turkey skin. You know. Oh, yeah, here's some cranberry. So, you know. And what's great is that once everybody has already eaten and they're satisfied, I can go back and just at at will hammer on these foods nice. with with. I don't have to get a new plate and spoon. I can just go right mm-hmm. into the dish and like get my germs all on their food. It's great. Somebody's excited about Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm so freaking excited, Shaw. So freaking excited. Can't wait. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Bill Gates. Not a big fan of Elizabeth Warren's nah. proposed wealth tax, Shaw. What is it? Caviar dreams, champagne wishes and caviar dreams? <laughs> Something like that. So uh, these are the 
other things that annoy billionaires, Shaw. Bill Conti, right? This is your guy. Remember you nerded out and you knew it was this. Yeah, the Bill composer, Con- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't he do the, what was it, uh, the Rocky one too? He did, yeah. Yeah, that was the one you knew. You nerded out. It surprised me. Not sure how I knew that, actually, but... Top things that annoy billionaires here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Ascots that clash with the yacht curtains. That's unacceptable. (laughs) Top things that annoy billionaires. When the chef overcooks the endangered leopard brisket. (laughs) It needs to be medium rare. You know, we poached that from Africa the other day. Yeah. Uh, the discovery that despite rappers' claims, wiping your butt with $100 bills causes serious chafing. It does not. The uh, top things that annoy billionaires here on The Morning Sickness, being outbid by Oprah on a third world country. <laughs> that must hurt deep down. Gotcha, bitch. Sorry, Dave Chappelle. Poor people uh, who whine about trivial things like healthcare, but don't have to lie awake at night worrying if their thread count is high enough. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Come on, poor people. Regular people who think they can make eye contact. Fools! Ah. How dare you make eye contact with me. Top things that annoy billionaires here on the morning sickness. Patriots owner Robert Kraft constantly asking them if they'd like to have a spa day with him. Ooh, hey, pass. man, come on. Gotta do my guy like that. The skyrocketing cost of buying a politician. <laughs> it's getting more and more expensive. Uh, lifestyles of the rich and famous. Uh, top things that annoy billionaires here on the morning sickness. Missing out on creative challenges like making shoes from bed bread bags. <laughs> I don't know if we made shoes, but we would put our feet in them to keep our feet dry. Put them in the boots that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, food tasters who take too long to give a thumbs up on the caviar. They have food taster shots so they do. don't get poisoned, right? Isn't that the yes. deal? Can't take that risk. Top things that annoy billionaires here on the morning sickness. An errant champagne cork damaging the Picasso. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, not being able to find a jet that is fueled by the tears of poor people. <laughs> oh, man. Ouch. That's mean. Last but not least, Shawty, top things that annoy billionaires here on the morning sickness. Uh, as we found out, Bill Gates not a fan of Elizabeth Warren's proposed wealth tax. Top thing that annoy billionaires, Shaw, millennials. They annoy everybody. <laughs> They do. They do, Sean. Not, not, uh, not just the poor people. Not just the regular people, but the, the rich people. They're annoyed by those millennials. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. And a homeless man. Uh, I saw this. Go dumped ahead. a bucket of diarrhea. Hot. Diarrhea, like fresh from the oven. On a Los Angeles woman, this a happened. Bucket of his diarrhea. It was liquid, hot liquid. I was soaked, <laughs> and I couldn't see. It was coming off of my eyelashes. It's something I won't ever forget. It was, I mean, it was disgusting. It was awful, and it changed my life. He doesn't need jail time. He needs mental health care. I have empathy for him because he needs help. It changed my life. This woman's name is Heidi Van Tassel. She's the one who was attacked at random. She was about to drive home from a restaurant near uh, the Hollywood Walk of Fame when this guy comes up to her, drags her out of her car, pulls her into the middle of the street, and dumped a bucket of feces over her head. Paramedics who treated her said that it, quote, based on the amount of feces used in the attack, looked like the man was saving it up for a month. They said. And it was still, so what did he like warm it up on a hot plate or something? I don't know. Stop analyzing it further. Just kept putting fresh badges in there? What? I don't know. (laughs) Come on, Shaw. They're pooping in in trash bags out there, right? Leaving on the sidewalk. What is going on out there? They just don't have enough toilets for people? What's the deal? 
Yeah, come to sunny California. Uh, no thanks. You got a poop problem. People are dumping feces on other people's heads. Ugh. No thanks. I'm good. I'll stay here in Wisconsin where it's too cold to carry around your poop That's outside. Right. Why Freeze do I live instantly. one of those memes? Why do I live where the air hurts my face? Oh, it's because people don't dump hot feces on my head. That's why. We got that going for us. Got that going for me, which is nice. Speaking of diarrhea, <laughs> this every time I hear the commercial, what is it? Uh, uh, Pepto or Tums? Pepto or something? Upset stomach. Yeah, diarrhea. yeah, yeah. They make they, a song out of it. Yeah, they make a song out of the, sim- they the do symptoms. They dance. Well, th- what I love about the song is like, so you're, let's say you're a dude and you're you're working in a in a studio and you do these songs, right? We, you know, you, you make songs for commercial sure. jingles, if okay. you will. All right, you're a guy. And you come in one day and you're like, yeah, what am I going to sing about Here's today? The line. Yep. You know, you know, you got you got all these songs going through your head. I'm loving it. You know, all these great jingles out there. People know, you know, to all be Patty special song, you know, all these great jingles. And then all of a sudden you're going to sing diarrhea. <laughs> that's your like, one line. Like the, right at the end, you right. get to be the guy. The diarrhea sings, guy. Oh, where, oh, I heard you sing in commercials. Oh, really? What did you say? I don't want to tell you. Oh, you the <laughs> diarrhea guy. Yeah, that's me. All right. I sing the word diarrhea and I do a hell of a good job doing it. <laughs> I wonder how much you get paid just to sing diarrhea. I mean, he really gives it at all, he did, too. Yeah. Like, I got to give him credit. Like, you go in one day to work and they're like, hey, look, Bob, here's what we need you to do. Normally, you're singing about double gums and fresh mints and all these Altoids and things. But today, we want you to sing about diarrhea. Can you just <laughs> next? We didn't get a good take that time. Right. The tape wasn't rolling. Can you put that on your resume when yeah, you're applying like, for your next job. I mean, really? Yeah. Like when you go you in. Remember like, me. You I may was remember me. You may remember guy. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You might remember me as the guy who sang diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear that commercial, though, I just think about that. Like that dude at work. Like, oh, great. Yeah, honey, here's a fifty dollar check. You know what I did to earn this fifty dollars? I sang the word diarrhea. And I did a really good job of it. Congrats. <laughs> Must feel proud of your work. I'm glad you had this diarrhea story. It really gave me a nice segue yeah, to get to this. I, this chest. thing's been on my mind for weeks. I keep hearing that commercial, and it drives me insane. I'm like, that poor guy. Go to work one day all happy. To <laughs> Here's your assignment today. Um, all right. Oh, di- oh I got to You don't want me to sing the other words? Upset stomach? You don't want me to sing? Heartburn, nausea, indigestion, mm. upset some diarrhea. <laughs> I got to be the diarrhea guy. What did I do? What is that? Low man on the totem pole job? Is that like first time intern dude? That's what you got to do? The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Now, if you follow us on social media, specifically on our Facebook page, you might have noticed the other day that we created an event for uh, donations for the dogs uh, with donuts uh, with the cops. You'd have a donut with the fuzz. And this goes down uh, a week from yesterday. So next Wednesday, we're going to be out at three separate locations. Menards here in La Crosse. We're going to be at Walmart on the south side mm-hmm. of town. And we're going to be at uh, the La Crosse Center. And we're going to have uh, free donuts from Walmart, courtesy of Walmart, who graciously supplied us with all the donuts. And we're going to be handing those out. And at each location... Uh, you're going to be able to hang out with a 95.7 The Rock uh, employee and also one of the uh, lacrosse police canine officers. That's the part I I'm Are there really going to be cards? Excited. I hear you guys have cards. Are we? T- oh, yeah. We have training cards now. So you got, these are like baseball cards that are specific, like, for each dog and the officer. They're Ooh. specific to each dog and each officer. Yeah, we got some in my car. I saw that in the email, and I didn't want to forget that. I like that, this. But, <laughs> so n- the reason why we're doing this, and this is not the only thing we're going to do. Uh, obviously, we're going to be collecting donations at these locations. This will be from 6 until 9 next Wednesday. Again, at Menards and Lacrosse, Walmart on the south side, and in front of the Lacrosse Center. You give the, us a donation, we give you a donut. Yep. And uh, it can be... 
a dollar, five dollars, twenty dollars, whatever you can afford. You can hang out, get your picture taken with the canine officers. Yep. Uh, Officer Dakota Jelinski here in the studio with Canine Thor, who uh, has been a member of the lacrosse police. Tell us about yourself and then the dog. Yeah, I've been an officer here for uh, just over six years now. Okay. Um, I got Thor a year ago, and he was actually donated to me by another program as well. Okay. And he's been on the road now for pretty much right on the head of year. And do you have other pets in the house? Uh, no, I just have Thor. Okay. Yeah. I know that. I, just, I know that's I tough, obviously, Thor. when you because I, I know Trent and obviously the situation and baby and everything and like how things can be. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's a it's it's a different, if you will. So it's I a, got back from vacation. It's not like a dog yesterday. just comes home and is like laying on your couch and it's a whole different setup. Correct. Completely different. Yeah. Yeah. I got back from vacation yesterday and two shoes were eaten. Two. Do Winnie? we eat shoes? Do Winnie we... or Otis? Which one? Otis, of course, because he's a puppy. Do we eat shoes? Do we? Uh, unfortunately, we've been there a couple times. We we couple we, times we, down we, that we... road. <laughs> so let's talk quickly here. Uh, Zabik, who, uh, as I mentioned, Officer Trent, uh, who I know quite well, uh, his dog uh, Zabik um, had an unfortunate injury during uh, uh, it was an appearance, I guess, with some kids. And had to have some surgery. He's on the mend. Uh, I just talked to him about Zabik the other day. Said he's doing well and should uh, get to a full. But as you know, with these dogs, it's very tough to keep them inactive. If you have a dog and they had surgery and they're like, yeah, you can't let your dog run around. You're like, yeah, good luck with the dog. Like, how mm-hmm. do you do that? Yeah, yeah, all they want to do is they want to work. They want to um, please you. So. But these dogs are not only specifically bred for police work, but they're also trained for police work. And that's why it's so expensive. And now that Zabik is been retired you guys are in the looks or in the market i guess if you will for a new dog correct correct yep now what are you guys uh is there something specific are you looking for another german or does it does it matter is there a boxer on the rise because i love boxers so much uh what about like a a lab or something two breeds right yeah right now we're back and forth between either a german shepherd or a belgian malinois okay a belgian malinois what if i could throw my vote in please 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 (laughs) those are so i mean they're gorgeous they're just beautiful dogs and one of the two, Brian, they're going to get a puppy in January. Okay. And that dog's going to need to go to training in yeah. March with now, that what is officer. the what is the initial cost of the dog? Because these are, these are from a, a lineage. Uh, I mean, it's not just somebody you pick up at the pound here. We're talking about uh, a very specific dog that's bred for this kind of work. So they're expensive. Correct. Yeah, we usually get our dogs from overseas. Okay. Um, and you're looking at... Just for the dog itself, without the training, you're looking at five to ten thousand dollars. Five to ten thousand dollars just to get the dog and get the dog here. Obviously, correct. Then you have to go into this training, and we're talking about intensive training. How many weeks, months, uh, years of? I mean, obviously, you're consistently going through you know updates and whatnot. But how? Like initially? Yeah, I went initially through a 14 week program up in uh, Blaine, Minnesota. So, so you go with the dog, yeah. and you spend 14 weeks there, yeah. and it's daily training. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's nerve wracking. The dog shows up on the plane, and you are with it from day one when it arrives, and has no idea who that you was are, my what m- language you're speaking. Right. My Here most amazing fact when we started talking about this, Brian, about helping when I was talking to the officers, 14 weeks. Yeah. You leave your family if you're. An officer who has a family, you're leaving. That's a, and well, it's I, just you and the dog for 14 weeks. That's I said a that to Trent. Commitment. I was like, so when they get this new dog, are you going to? And he's like, well, he's like, I put my name in, but I don't know. I, I you know, it's been all that, well, he just had a baby. So I don't know about how much mom's going to be all about uh, dad going away for that long. 14 but, weeks? No. Yeah. A little different when you're not uh, with kids. But um, mm-hmm. so this is a, a very expensive process, obviously, very in depth training. Um, your dogs are cross trained, I think, is what we were kind of referring this to, yeah, as correct. opposed to being specific to um, sniffing drugs or explosive devices or something along those lines, correct? Correct, yep, cross-trained in, like, patrol work. So, like I said, uh, uh, tracking, um, apprehensions if need be, and then also drug work. 
Now, we are going to be doing a bunch of different things. Obviously, as we mentioned, next Wednesday, we're going to be out with the three officers at the three different locations from 6 a.m. until 9 a.m. Donations for donuts. The donuts were free and provided to us by Walmart. You can stop by uh, at the three locations, hang out with one of the officers, get the trading cards, meet the canine officers. Which one are you going to be? I think you're at the Walmart, aren't you? The lacrosse center. The lacrosse center. Okay, so we're going to have you downtown at the lacrosse center. Uh, Who are the other officers and the other canines? Loki is one of them. Uh, Loki with Officer Westfall, I believe he's up or down at Walmart. Walmart on Southside. And Officer Hughes, who has the Belgian Mail and all that you like, okay, be uh, up at Menards. I might be at Menards next. Gene's going to be at Menards next week. Brian, come on, Gene, let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. (laughs) No, really. Uh, This is frightening. A woman who is addicted to her smartphone apparently temporarily blinded herself what? by overusing it, causing her eye to burst. Doctors what? were able to save this woman's vision after, How long? What? after her phone addiction. What do you mean addiction? Tell eye. me, because I, I got parameters now. I got a set, man. I'm, a, I'm on the phone a lot. Well, I, gain, it, I do candy crushes. They this report does not say specifically how long. Shaw. Uh, she was using how that How long, phone. Shaw? Tell me how long. Just make up a number. 69 hours? Sure, 69, right? Sounds... It was 69 hours? Her eye exploded. This woman it from exploded? China, uh, yeah, was unable to see out of her left eye after having been on her phone for a long time. This followed a night of heavy smartphone use. She apparently stayed up all night, night playing on her mobile phone. So? The, she ended up getting laser treatment, a small hole created in her retina, which allowed the blood to be discharged. She's now recovering and has regained... Her vision. So she got her eye. Okay, all right. No problem. She's no harm, no so foul. So it's just no temporary. Harm, no it's just it's temporary. temporary. Yeah, whatever. I'll get back. Yeah, whatever. She had a big buildup of blood yeah, in her eye. Yeah, and see, drain yeah. Uh, right, light refraction. <laughs> yeah, that takes her around in a bad glass. Yeah. Uh, see. A uh, couple of Fine. airport stories. Uh, flying can be stressful. Did you have a good, did you go, everything go okay? Flying? It did, but I was expecting shenanigans. Flying. Where I, did you fly out of? Minneapolis. Did you see uh, Stitches by chance? The cat? Yeah. Yeah. A four-legged furball helping no. put travelers at ease. A new therapy cat is debuted at the Minneapolis uh. airport. A 11-year-old mixture of tabby and calico. It rides around in a stroller with a sign that says, Pet me. Yeah. She's the first comfort cat at the airport. Not She'll join some cats, 100 therapy dogs. Give me a dog. They go around helping soothe the nerves of frazzled travelers. And also, a judge in Singapore has sentenced a 66-year-old baggage handler to three weeks in jail for some misbehavior that ruined the trips of countless travelers and cost a couple of airlines more than 30 grand. Was he humping the luggage or what was No, he you might think at you know, first glance he right. was taking things from passengers' uh, suitcases, Worse? but that's not what this man did. Worse? No, it's, it's, it would be Creepy? disruptive. Right. This guy was an airport subcontractor, and he was assigned to bag security screening. The x-ray machine that he was using kept breaking down, so he repeatedly had to lug these heavy bags by hand to another machine several yards away. Okay. His bosses didn't offer any help, saying they were too short-staffed. Well, he was disgruntled, to say the least. So he took, uh, looked for a new way to strike a blow against his oppressors. He decided to create a big mess for everyone, the airport, airlines, and passengers. I get this. Switching the baggage tags on the luggage oh, he was handling. Oh, no. Over a period of more than three weeks, he swapped bag, uh, swapped bag tags and almost 300 pieces of luggage, sending oh, them no, off no, to no. places where their owners never intended oh. to go. Yeah, I'm here in Thailand, and I don't have my suitcase. Right. Oh, it's in Hawaii. Right. Airlines yeah, started to get complaints from passengers who never saw their bags on the carousel. Complaints rolled in for weeks. The airlines ended up having to compensate hundreds of irate I customers. Bet. After an intense investigation, this man was caught and he confessed to his act. He was charged with numerous acts Dude. of mischief. Hmm. Dude. That would be awful. Where's my you know luggage? how long it would take to figure out oh, where absolutely. everything is? Now I kind of want to see how long it takes for this eyeball thing to happen. Ah. 
Gonna put that to the test? Not, not for me. Like I'd like to see it. Ha- like how long does it really? Like what do you? What is? Well, did she not have the brightness up all night on her phone? Did she not have the brightness up enough? Is that? Was she squinting too much? I don't know. Or it was up too much? Too high, and she's just taking in too much light. What was? Was it some kind of app that you're not supposed all to download? All he said was heavy phone use. Yeah. That doesn't describe how many hours. To me. You said one night, and this thing a, happened. A night of heavy smartphone use. She stayed up all night playing on her mobile phone. So? Then when she got up in the morning, she picked it up and started using it again, and that's when she discovered she couldn't see out of her left eye. So it didn't really explode. Didn't Why? explode. All right, see, there's a uh, that's a missing filled with blood. All right, oh, okay. Well, let's say that temporarily. That's pretty... Yeah, they were able to drain it. By the way, we got a bunch of people that let us know that it was Casino Royale. One of those people was Lydia. She uh, says, "I'm expecting a shout out." And then when I did not give her the shout out, she said, "Ouch." Relax, <laughs> Beavis. I got a lot of other stuff I got to say first. All right, I'll get to you. Also, could I correct you earlier? What did I do wrong? You didn't do anything wrong. I just want to make sure that we understand. I, say, the I didn't do anything wrong. Ranch. Stocking yeah. is full. It's a bag of ranch. So it's yeah. a bag? It's not just a bunch oh. of bottles of ranch? No, it's a ranch-filled stocking. It's a stocking filled with ranch. I don't know if I need to say any more than that. We talked about how it was just a stocking. So like a bag a bag of wine, like in the yes, box. Yes, exactly like but that, a with stocking. a cover, it's and it's, it has a functional pour spout oh, awesome. at the top. So it's at it's, the top. it's why would you want it at the top? Don't you want it at the bottom so well, it's gravity? Oh, here's the spout. Yeah, no, it's see here's the spout. My handle, is, here's my spout. It is at the toe, but the oh uh, yeah, then yeah. say the toe. Don't say the top. Well, this has this ranch party in my mouth. So you can hang that by your mantle here, Shaw, with mantle. that, and then you can. I know that's another either. thing with this stupid cat. I got to figure this friggin' mantle thing out. We got a fireplace now. We got a friggin' mantle. I got to figure out what the hell I'm gonna do. We got these weighted things that are not gonna stay up there. This stupid cat's gonna pull these <laughs> damn stockings down. I'm gonna have Look to kill it. this cat, Shaw. So I gotta get the for my kid. A whole other thing with this dumb cat. What a waste of my time. I, I made a complete mistake with this stupid cat. I don't even have a mantle. We just kind of sort of tape them to well, the we wall. We used to just hang them on the wall. We have these, you know, and whatever. I don't really want to put those on the wall. And I'm like, all right, well, we'll, we'll use the mantle. mantle. What the hell am I going to do with this friggin' mantle? I'm going to get this for my kid's shot. It's got a spout. And that's where you pour the ranch out. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. And our online auction is up and running. We've got a lot of stuff going on. We're raising money to help uh, fund a brand new canine officer for the La Crosse Police Department. As we told you uh, numerous times yesterday, canine officer Zabik had to unfortunately retire due to an injury. And that left the La Crosse Police mm-hmm. Department with a hole that they needed to fill. And so the cost of that dog is going to come right out of all this well, money that we raised. Uh, yes. Yeah. They had to get a, they're going to get a new puppy in January and then they're going to start training in March. And uh, we wanted to help him because that was super unexpected. Zabak is a healthy, beautiful yeah. seven-year-old dog. Seven-year-old dog. He's doing well. He's recovering from his surgery, but uh, he won't be able to perform his duties as a police officer Correct. anymore. So they're going to get a new canine officer, as we heard from Officer Jelinski yesterday. Somewhere between five to ten thousand dollars just to buy the dog, and then fourteen weeks of training in Blaine, Minnesota, um, along with all of the the gear and the training. So an expensive. Uh, thing for the Lacrosse Police Department, and with our online auction, our raffle, uh, and your chance to program the station, we're giving you a lot of different ways to help raise money. And right now, Brittany and Balzer from Z93 uh, in the studio. When are you going to change the thing on the back of the Z truck? Because Brittany, you look so much better now than you did when <laughs> that picture was taken four or five years ago. What the hell is Jimmy I, at Sign Pro doing? Let's get a new raffle. I, I have been waiting for Brittany to decide it was time to put Skinny or Brittany on there, but that's a whole different Skinny Brittany. Is that are we? No, I don't, do I have to I, refer to her that? I don't know. I, that's what I said. I don't know that. That's an actual term. Okay. Okay. But I mean, you know, like if I had a picture, I'm so glad we don't have our picture on the oh rock truck. God. Nobody wants Never to see my in stupid a face. Yeah. Balzer doesn't like it either. But yeah. I 
I really don't like it. <laughs> it's not our decision. All right. So. Well, that aside, you guys, you guys are, are in here this morning uh, to help support this uh, fundraising effort. And I and I have been told that you're going to request or pay for a song, a $100 song. Yeah, so we heard about the Puckle Play Any Song We Want, mm-hmm. and right. we wanted to make a donation anyway to the uh, the great work that you guys are doing. This en- entire um, thing that you put together is amazing. Um, so with uh, the help of Z-Care, which is our charity. Yep, yep. Um, w- thanks to Jalavid Family Farms and Builders Flooring, we are able to give money to great causes. So we wanted to buy a song. All right. So yeah. hundred bucks, you can you can you can place your bids online at ninety five seven therock.com mm-hmm. and we have a limited number of songs available because uh, you know we don't want to spend the entire day playing all these songs. It would be very difficult to do that uh, trying to find edited versions and mm-hmm. you know you could get one Alice's restaurant in here for 18 minutes. And- I can't stand the screaming that you guys have over here the music that you play so um, <laughs> that like all the all that I can't I can't. So what are we so, right, so um, you can email Brittany at yeah. Z93. <laughs> yeah yeah that's fine that's fine that. that's yeah. fine. My, my husband listens to you guys that's fine there's no you know. The oak right. tree. Yeah he, he does he listens to you guys. That guy is a saint he immediately gets sainthood for dealing with your Christmas stuff. I don't know how he deals with it. I just, it's like. Uh, Good morning, Kevin. So we thought, we thought that we would like to get a handle on this and play something that we would like to hear on your station. Okay. And that's the beauty of this thing is that, you know, if you've got a hankering for some Britney Spears. Uh, on on 957 The Rock. If you've got a hankering... That was a good choice, though. We should have done that. If if you've always wanted to... If you've tuned into us for 20-plus years now and you've always wanted to hear us play some rando song that you heard in college... Is it it Taylor Swift? Nope. It's got to be Lil Nas X. It's got to be something I absolutely can't stand. Is it it, it, uh, Sheeran? Nope. No. Is it something? All right, let's try and narrow it down here. Let's wow, play warmer we're gonna cold. We're going to guess, apparently. We're, let's play warmer cold is here. It, is it something current? Nope. No. Ooh, is it from the I 80s? Like this. No. No. 90s? Yes. All right, it's from the 90s. Spice Girls. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Here, get out of here. Which one? Wannabe or when two become one? Oh, two become one. That would have been a better option. Uh, Is it wannabe? It's wannabe. Okay. If you want to be my lover, got to get with your friends. That's happening. It'll be better than what you just sang. Yeah. Promise you that. I doubt that highly. I'm really good at singing. I'm like the best at it. So So those songs are going down, by the way, at noon next Thursday. Puck's going to play all 12 of them. Yours is one. There's 11 more for sale, 100 bucks. All the money going to the K9 unit for the Lacrosse Police Department. Thanks, all guys. Right. Yeah, you guys should also sign up for songs. If you don't like Spice Girls, make your song the next one. Yeah, we, maybe we were go, first, maybe right? go with the screaming song that that Britney does not like to kind of retro. I, I listen when there's talking, and then when there's music, then I don't. <laughs> I'm playing. I it love right you now, guys. <laughs> I'm playing it right now. Brian. I'm getting the I'm getting the stare down right now. Yeah. I've got I'm it. Playing the, I've, I've, I've got it I'm playing on my laptop. I've got it in the computer. I'm playing on my laptop. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. It is National Recycling Day today, Shaw. Okay. It's also Steve Irwin Day. Crikey. And in honor of National Recycling Day, here's a few common recycling myths. Oh. That people may still... We recycle a lot more than we used to, that's for sure. I know I do. Uh, single stage, obviously very nice, makes it easy. Throw Just it all in one throw bin. Throw it all in one bin. Uh, but here are some common myths about okay. recycling. 
Uh, you can put electronics in the recycling bin. You can't do that. Some people still think you can. What? You have special days when you can right. drop off your electronics. Lithium-ion batteries, smartphones, mm-hmm. other electronics can explode, catch That's a fire. Whole other thing. You can recycle electronics, but they must go to a special yeah. facility that knows how to handle them. They take them apart, all the circuit boards and all that stuff. Didn't you go in there? The where the the big warehouse on over the recycling thing where they yeah. had all the. I've been there several times. Yeah, yeah. Or they take paint and yeah. all that stuff. Yep. Yeah, they uh, out there at the uh, hazardous waste uh, hazardous waste drop off seven eight nine ninety nine. Is that the one, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So they've got uh, computers and 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 TVs and laptops and all sorts of stuff. Chemicals. Plus chemicals. You know, if you move into a house and the previous owner leaves behind a bunch of stuff in the basement, paints and and whatnot, and you have no idea what it is. You can load it all, bring it out there, and they'll take it for you. Mm. And they'll recycle. I mean, other people. And a can- lot of stuff, if it's still good, they'll go through it. And if it's still good, they'll put it in. And you can get it for free. Like, I, yeah. I was in there, and they had pool chemicals, spa chemicals, you know, things that, like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you free, don't want to spend 20 use. bucks. Yeah. Uh, some other common recycling myths for National Recycling Day, Shaw. Plastic bags are recyclable. No, we just heard that recently from the folks at Harder's. Apparently, that's one of their biggest problems, that yeah. people, when they're throwing things in the recycling bin, they're including those plastic grocery store bags. Those are not recyclable, and it takes them a lot of effort to pick uh, them out. See, and I like using that. those to pick up dog poop, so that's what I do when I go to the grocery store and I get you know plastic bags, you know, when your grocery store. I reuse them. I just take them. They uh, take them at festival. We go for dog yeah, they do. They'll uh, recycle them there. Uh, a little complicated ultimately it comes down to the fact that recycling facilities uh, just don't want them because they're difficult to separate from other recyclables, can clog up the equipment, uh, but try to keep that in mind. Obviously, any kind of plastic bag uh, mm-hmm. Just throw it away. Just put it in the trash, right, Shaw? Yeah, absolutely. Or, yeah, take it to um, a festival and recycle. Um, separating trash from recyclables isn't important. A common recycling myth, and that, of course, is the Scrady wave. He's Scrady. Oh, boy. He just. It's all the garbage. What does it matter? Tooth and nail. Fought tooth and nail with us over this one a few years back. Uh, just like plastic bags, garbage can also clog up the recycling equipment, so it's important to separate the trash. From Remember that? Try to wash out recyclables as yes. well. You know, if you got bits of food or, or things like that in there, try to wash that out, rinse it out, uh, maybe wipe, you know, the uh, extra contents, try to make mm-hmm. it as clean as possible. Uh, these are some reco- uh, common recycling myths for National Recycling Day. An item can only be recycled once. While it's true that plastic has a fairly short recycling life, Glass, metals, like aluminum cans can be recycled yeah. over and over and over again, Shaw. So, uh, And then last but not least, recycling myths here on the uh, Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock for National Recycling Day. Stuff you recycle must be in good condition. Uh, a common myth that you can't recycle a soda can if you crush it. Uh, most recyclables matter. just get melted or compressed sure. into pellets at the recycling center anyway, so it's fine. The one exception, however, Shaw, broken glass. Only because it can be dangerous to the people who collect your... Yeah, they don't want to deal with that. Right. So there you go. Recycle. Good stuff. Again, very easy to do here in Lacrosse. The single stage. Try not to throw any plastic bags in there. Um, if you get uh, perfect example, Shaw, of, of cleaning something out. If you've got uh, dish detergent or if okay. you've got uh, uh, laundry detergent, right? Yeah. They come in those big giant. Sure. Uh, you know, you might get all the last drops of it, but there's still some sort of coating in there. Maybe rinse that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we try and do that yeah. before you throw that thing in there. Obviously. You know, it wasn't that many years ago that we weren't recycling anything. We just threw everything into the trash bin. And then when Lacrosse right. adopted the single stream recycling, it's really pretty common now for people to have a, a, a recycling bin that's more full than their garbage can. Yeah, well, when you drink as much as we do, well, that's or as probably much as Gene does, it, yeah. you get plenty of wine bottles yeah. in there. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really. Randy Macho Man Savage was born on this day on November 15th, 1952. Yeah. 2011 was when he passed away. Yeah. 
When the mega power, when Hogan and him finally shook hands, oh man, my underwear blewed off. I was so, it was awesome. And then the mega powers exploded. They became friends after Hogan came out. He was getting his ass beat. Miss Elizabeth ran back there. Hogan comes out. Oh, my God. It was awesome. Are you all right? I'm not all right, man. It was one of the most emotional things of all time. He was the he was the greatest wrestler. And he comes out and he saves Macho Man. And they become the Mega Powers. And then all of a sudden he touched totally. Elizabeth's butt. And then it was over. Yeah. It reminded me, don't touch somebody else's butt. You wouldn't understand. Dude, you are tearing I up. Am. It I is am. It ridiculous. Was... <laughs> Dude, that you was... have like red Lots eye of crying in the rock I will never morning. forget that moment oh when God. he comes out. Hogan comes out and the crowd went nuts. I mean, it just abs because back then you didn't know these things, Shaw. There was no internet. So you had no idea. She's like trying to get help for Andy Macho Man Savage. She goes backstage. Who's she going to bring out? Who's Macho Man's friends with? I don't know. He's got no friends. On all side, the biggest wrestling star in the history of forever. Hulk Hogan comes out. The, the saying of the prayers Sorry. and the eating of the vitamins. He comes out. He re- Ooh, and he does the thing and he saves him. It was awesome. Gene's crying about a quilt. You're crying about wrestling. Things have really changed here in the Rock Studio. Shaw, it's gotten funky. 41 years ago, it's 1978, the 10th album. Shakedown Street. The dead. Including their cover of the Rascals hit Good Lovin' and title track Shakedown Street. So if you want to pay 100 bucks, Shaw. You can get this next Thursday. Shakedown Street. For Midday Madness. Also 41 years ago in 1978, the animated version of The Lord of the Rings was released with Anthony Daniels from Star Wars as the voice of Legolas and John Hurt as Aragorn. An animated version? Yeah. You never seen it? Uh-uh. Oh, it's not good. Not good. I'll save my time then. 29 years ago in 1990, Millie Vanilli producer Frank yeah. Farian publicly admitted that Fabrice and Rob never sang a note. They gave back their best new artist Grammy. Fabrice, a pitch man for KFC apparently, while Rob, of course, uh, passed away several years ago. Space Jam released on this day in 96, Shaw. That's Michael Jordan, Bugs Bunny. They're remaking it with LeBron James. 2001, Microsoft launched the first Xbox console on November 15th. It sold for $299 at the time. I think my son stood in line to buy one. You can bid on one of those from Gaming Generation. It's not one of the originals, but a new Xbox 360, mm-hmm. along with a game and $200 in gift cards. That's the part that blows me away. Also on this day, 17 years ago, 2002, Harry Potter, the Chamber of Secrets, the second one in theater, Shaw. You get down on Harry Potter movies? Uh, my daughter made me watch them. Yeah. <laughs> First, she made me read the books, then she made me watch the. Did movie. she make you watch? Hulk Hogan? Your daughter makes you a better person. I Shaw. know she does. Did she make you watch Hulk Hogan save Randy Macho Man no, Savage? I don't think she is aware that even it existed. was. It, you couldn't believe it, man. You're just if watching you tried, it as a you kid. You're eating your cereal. All of a sudden, Macho Man's getting his ass kicked. Who is Miss? El- she's distraught. She's crying. She's turning around. She doesn't want to leave him in the ring. Getting his ass kicked. I, he, Poor it, thing. And all of a sudden, dun, 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 and you're like, oh my God, it's all going. And he saved Macho Man's life and they became like best I've friends. Seen it now. I'm going to go watch it right now while you give us bad news, happy all music. Right. I'm going to tear up here. We've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy. Only on 957therock.com.